The Self-Made Life Podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. I'm here to inspire small, local, and creative businesses along their journey to success. I'll share a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to run and scale a business, branding tips, and I'll also be chatting with other entrepreneurs to share their stories and what it's like to be self-made. Welcome back to the Self-Made Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Wyatt, and today I'm here with a very special guest, and that is Ariana Del Mundo, who is a photographer in the Guelph and Greater Toronto area. Ariana and I go back, oh, I don't know, a couple years now, five, six years ago. Uh, Her and Alex were our engagement and wedding photographers. So I have loved keeping in touch with her and working with her since then. And I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today. Before we get started, we're going to start off with a little boss or bust. So Ariana, can you share something that you're proud of? Maybe something like a win for the week or maybe something that didn't quite go as planned? Okay. So a thing that is both my boss and my bust is the launch of our website. <laughs> and I think both because like the best part of it was that we originally said that we were going to launch in 2020. And th- so many things have happened in the last two years that has like made us not be able to launch. But the win is that it's finally launched and it looks amazing. Alex did it all himself. So it's, it, we're just so happy about it. <laughs> It looks amazing. And you guys did such a great job of showcasing your work, your offerings, your refreshed branding. I love it all. And you did all the branding. So, I mean, it looks amazing. (laughs) It was a collaborative effort for sure. (laughs) Well, I am so excited to have you on. I guess I should share a boss or bust. I'm going to share a bust and that is I've been fighting a cold this week but that's fine it's almost done and a boss I don't know you know what I just I'm looking at my board and I have a whole bunch of sticky notes and they're all color-coded and I'm just reflecting on like all the amazing clients that we get to work with and I'm just so excited for all the projects that we are wrapping up and that we get to start so that'll be my boss that's so exciting Yeah. So I want to talk to you a little bit more about your entrepreneurship journey. So who are you? How did you get started? And what kind of led you to photography? Loaded question. (laughs) Uh, So I'm Ariana Del Mundo. I've always been into photography. And like, I feel like most photographers will probably say that. But Back in 2011, 2012, I was using photography as a means for me to save up to go on a mission trip. Um, And when I came back, I met Alex. We got married pretty quick. And when we moved to Guelph, I had nothing to do. Like I had no friends here. Schooling didn't work out. And so (laughs) Alex was like, you know, maybe this is the time for you to do something on your own. Maybe learn something new. And I was like, okay. I'm going to start to build my photography portfolio here because I don't have any friends and this would be a great way to like make friends. So the first person I took portraits of and posted on Facebook got us a wedding inquiry and it's kind of just snowballed from there. As the photography started to grow, I started to learn more about the business side, the branding side. 
And now we have a few different brands that we're really, really excited and happy about. So yeah. Yeah, I I love that. And I remember, I think it was like, I don't I think we found you through Rising Tide Society Facebook group. And we were in search of like a new wedding engagement photographers. And I fell in love with your work. And I was like, I think we should work with them. And I remember, I think you were working like another like part-time job or something too, right? Yeah. Because I remember when like you quit that and you went like full-time, like it's a big deal, you know? Like a lot of people don't realize like sometimes you got to like have that side hustle until you make it your full-time. So how did you kind of like transition from that? So... I had a feeling like 2018. So 2018 was when I quit that job. And I knew that it was going to happen. But I knew it wasn't because we were financially ready. You know, like, all the people that I've been learning from and mentoring with, like, they were suggesting, you know, you have six months of all your like, bills and stuff like, saved up just in case, right, which makes sense. But for me, it was, it was like, I can't continue to do this job and be in a great mental state and then also put in the time that I know I need to to help this business grow um so it got to the point where (laughs) I was like okay we're just we're gonna do it my boss was really great about already giving me so many days off so I could go off and do photo sessions and like travel to do photo sessions and so he was very supportive of me like submitting my <laughs> my resignation <laughs> and I guess like the driving factor for me to do it was to just spend more time with the business again like financially we weren't there but I knew that I needed more time to network I needed more time to do styled shoots and get to know wedding vendors in order to like be known in the wedding industry and so that's what I did and then that year we did like so many style shoots got published multiple times. So that was great. <laughs> it was worth it. And then even going into the slow season, I was nervous. Like I was like, do I have to go back to my job? But like, I, I haven't had any other job since. It just kept going up. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. And I think it's like really important to like for people to know and just to realize like, yeah, sometimes you have like that side thing while you're building your dreams, but there comes a point in time where there's like a tipping point and you kind of have to make that decision and leap of faith to kind of like go all in and start betting on yourself and just, you know, watch things grow and flourish. Because like you said, like, it's not just doing the work, it's, it's traveling, it's networking, it's connecting with people. It's, doing a lot of like the styled shoots, which is like, it doesn't pay you, but like it gets you, you know, in the door through, you know, being published and meeting new people and meeting people within like the circles that you want to be in. Right. So I think that's really important to understand as an entrepreneur. So like, you know, on the outside, it might seem like, oh, wow, she's doing so much, but like, yeah, she's doing so much because that's where she wants to go. Like she's propelling herself forward. She's, she's building that solid foundation to really get her business to flourish and get it off the ground. Yeah. And if I were to give any advice to any entrepreneurs is like, don't underestimate the power of networking because 
I know like I'm an extrovert, but I can be shy sometimes in settings where I'm new, but like networking has been such a huge thing for us. And like, you know, I went to like formal networking meetings and I went to more creative network networking meetings. Like I've been to it all just to try to get, you know, my name out there. Um, and it, it like, it just made the biggest difference. Like I am still seeing the benefits of all the networking I did all those years ago. And I'm just like really grateful that I decided to, you know, prioritize that time to network and to collaborate with people so that we could be where we are today. Yeah. And I think the nice thing that has kind of like transpired since, you know, the pandemic is there's also a lot of like networking opportunities online too. And now it's like the shift of a lot of things going back to in-person. There's a lot more like networking events and meetups that are starting to happen again in person. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to take that advice from you because since moving to a new city here in Barrie in 2020, I don't really know a lot of people here in like the creative or entrepreneurial space or just people in general. So that's something that I'm definitely craving and want to kind of like build more stronger connections with here. So I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to maybe go to a networking thing next couple of weeks, let you know how that goes. Yeah, (laughs) I hope it goes well. I'm such like an introvert extrovert so I can be like really shy at the beginning like you hear me babbling on this podcast all the time so (laughs) (laughs) I'm an extrovert because like I gain energy from being around people but I'm also a very anxious person and can be a little shy when I'm like in a new space and don't know if it's like a safe space yet but (laughs) I'm definitely an extrovert. I definitely, I definitely see that from you for sure. So, okay. Since like 2020 and since, you know, starting your business and starting photography, you've really expanded your offerings. So you, you are doing wedding, lifestyle, branding, and ad photos. Can you talk about that a little bit more and how you kind of like balance and juggle all of those? Yeah. So I feel like the reason I can juggle is because each of them has their own season. So for example, branding can like pretty much happen all year round. But I find that with a lot of the creative entrepreneurs we work with, they have like we have the same busy season. And so their slow season is my slow season. And that's the time that they're able to put like invest time into doing a branding session. Weddings, I mean, the majority of them happen throughout like the summer and beginning of fall. And then our grad season is in October, basically. (laughs) So I only really spend a month and a half, maybe like just ham shooting for that. (laughs) And we have a team for that as well. So we're able to balance things out, which is great. (laughs) Amazing. So talk to me a little bit more about like building your team. Like how has that gone for you? I mean, I don't have any examples really to follow, so I've just been kind of winging it. (laughs) But first and foremost, we knew we needed a team because I was booked out for grad dates before the semester even started. And so I was like, we can't serve more people if it's just me 
right? And people are looking for this experience that we provide. And I was like, the only way we can do it is if we train other people to provide the same experience, right? And so I made up like a a Google form (laughs) and had people like apply. And then, yeah, we did like interviews, checked if like the vibe was great, you know, checked their portfolio and stuff. We did a training session so that I could review their photos and make sure that, you know, they're up to par. And yeah, like that's how we found our associate photographers. And we put it out there every fall now so that we can invite new photographers in. And when I say new, I don't mean like newbie photographers, but I mean like new associates to join our team because the people that we have joined our team are photographers who have established businesses already. And so we want to be able to give them the opportunity to like focus on their businesses as well. Um, So we don't expect them to come back every year, but we invite, you know, those with, with that experience to come and allow the others to grow in their respectives (laughs) at the same time. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of like how I've grown our team too here at Monarch by like putting up a hiring sign on socials and then getting a Google form together, you know, looking through their portfolio, vetting, you know, making sure that they're up to par. Yeah. uh, And then just like bringing them on like as contractors. So love that. And, you know, this is just a message for all of you out there. If you are at a point where, you know, you're booking up and you, you can't duplicate yourself, think about hiring and, you know, bringing in that external help because it'll just really help you to grow and your business to grow and better serve your clients. Mm-hmm. And I, I would like to add, like, I'm the type of person who has a hard time letting go. That just might be like perfection in me, but like, it, it took a lot of like mental and emotional work for me to just be like, you can give this stuff to someone else to do. Like, it's okay. You don't have to invest like fully yourself into every single session, but you can teach people how you would, you know, treat the session yourself. And then even when it comes to like our, our virtual assistant and our other assistant who is here helping us with stuff, like it's just, um, you know, like finding people you vibe with and people that you can trust that, you know, to let the stuff go in, right? Because it's, it's finding people that you can trust, I think, is a big Vibe check and trust is huge. And like we've gone through like a couple contractors that, you know, we thought met the vibe check or we thought that we could trust and, you know, things happen and, and we have to move on and, and find someone else, which is okay. Like those are just growing pains that happens everywhere. It's not like personal, but it just kind of like helps you to find the next person who will be a right fit for that position. Yeah. All this work behind the scenes that no one sees. <laughs> Entrepreneurship, like... There's a lot more that goes into it. Yeah. It's not always rainbows and butterflies, which I've mentioned so many times on this podcast. Just know that you're not alone. And like, there's other entrepreneurs out there that are in it day in and day out, like experiencing the same yet similar things. Like Ariana and I both have very different businesses, but we've experienced similar growth with, you know, bringing on new team members, expanding offerings, Etc. So, you know, definitely network with people, find 
you know, other like-minded entrepreneurs and just chat with them, invite them out for coffee or like a virtual video call and, you know, just hang out and get to know them. And, and if there's something that you're struggling with, like maybe they have a solution that might help you too. So it's always nice to kind of like bounce ideas off of each other too. Agreed. Yeah. It's so nice when you find, you know, those other entrepreneurs that you just vibe so well with, because then you grow together. And like, it's, it's something that like, I'm, I'm really grateful for, like, just being able to have someone that I can talk to, because Alex and I are here together all the time, right? And it's one thing for us to like, talk about it with each other. But it's like a whole other thing, like getting an outside perspective and like, you know, opinions like elsewhere. Um, and I'm really grateful for like the, those entrepreneurs that I do vibe really well with and trust to like give me their honest opinion and and also be cheering us on as we cheer them on. It's yeah, good relationship. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. The number one way to achieve success on Instagram is through consistency. That means showing up with high quality, attention grabbing, valuable posts. Now, I know what you're thinking. It can be exhausting and overwhelming trying to keep up with the pace. That's why I've created 50 Instagram prompt ideas and 12 eye-catching Canva templates for you to use absolutely free. So all of the hard work is done for you. All you have to do is show up consistently, sit back, and watch your Instagram grow. Head on over to the link in my bio on Instagram and get your free templates today. So let's kind of talk a little bit more about brand photography. Why would it be important for businesses to invest in a brand photographer doing a brand photo shoot? I think it's an important investment because of how visually driven all marketing is, right? Like you have your website, you have social media platforms, you have a whole other, there's just so many things that you need visuals for, right? And you can either take the time to learn how to take the photos yourself, or you can hire someone who can do it for you and give you a cohesive library of images for you to use. I get feedback from some of my clients, especially those who send me product photos and like the professional images make all the difference when it comes to making a sale. When it comes to more like personal brand, it's like being able to show up, right? And show your face like on your platforms is so important in like building connections and relationships with other people. So it's an important investment. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I've done a couple of branding photo shoots. I, I did one with you last year. Still love the photos. And honestly, like I feel like I go through photos like water with all the different like touch points, like social media, website, reels, newsletters, freebies. I was going to say like, I I love looking at like your newsletters and like even just some of like the free like freebies you have and seeing how you've incorporated photos from like the shoot we did together or even like photos that you've done with other people. Like I love to see how they're used and I'm like, this, this is what it's for. I I feel like some people might be like, oh, I don't need to invest in a photo shoot because like I don't post on social media enough. But like for for someone who has so many like things happening, like those photos just get used so quickly. Yeah. 
And I always, always recommend to my branding and website clients to do a branding shoot because it'll be in line with their branding. Like, you know, we can carry those, that color palette in. It also boosts their confidence, especially for launch. And it makes a huge difference, like night and day on your website when you have, you know, cohesive, intentional branded images. It can make or break your website. And I always like to provide like an art direction kind of like style guide to help them with their photo shoot and recommend like photographers to work with just so that we get like variety. So there's not, you know, a million portrait shots and we need those landscape images, especially for like hero graphics. But yeah, like it goes such a huge way and it makes all the difference. So this is your sign to schedule a branding shoot if you haven't done one in a while or even, you know, a branding mini shoot or getting updated headshots because that will go such a long way. Like there's nothing that is worse than like, you know, seeing, I'm just going to use a realtor as an example because Tane was telling the other day he was doing an ad for a realtor and he ended up getting a selfie from them. They're like, do you have a professional photo? And they sent the professional photo and it's probably like 10 plus years old. So, you know, just make sure you have up-to-date photos and use them. Find a, a photographer who understands branding so that they can guide you in the type of images you create, right? Because I mean, anyone can pick up a camera and take pictures of you with your product or like you at your, you know, your laptop, but it takes someone who understands like the deep stuff of branding to be able to make suggestions to you of like, this would like align with your ideal client or like this would look good on like, you know, when you use like Instagram stories or, and, and stuff like that. So I, I think it's very important to find someone who does specialize in like the branding specific part. And not just the photography part. I 100% agree. And I'll also say too, like find someone and work with them to get a variety of photos. So you don't want like a million like modeling shots. You want some like action shots of like what you're doing day to day. Like maybe, you know, like you're a hairstylist. Maybe you can get some shots like styling hair or, you know, scheduling content or, you know, that behind the scenes stuff that you want to share with your audience, but still have like a professional look. And then some like detail shots of maybe like tools that you use or, you know, things that you do, right? So that your audience can connect with you and your brand on a deeper level and they can really understand what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what are your top three like takeaway tips when it comes to planning a branding shoot that our audience can start, you know, planning today? Top three tips for, is this after they find a photographer or before? <laughs> it can be before. Maybe like that's the first step is finding someone. Okay. So I would say find a photographer, like I said, who specializes and understands branding and not just the photography part. And someone whose the photography part is within the style that you want to emulate on your socials and your other platforms. 
Two, I would say have a basis idea of who your audience is, who your ideal client is, your brand message. As a branding photographer, I guide you through that. But it's helpful if you have a basic understanding at least. And then I can like help guide you in how to create images for the things that you have mentioned or in a questionnaire. Anyway, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm going off a tangent. Yeah, a branding photographer such as myself will help you guide will help guide you to create images for the ideal client, for your current audience, for the brand message that you're wanting to be able to put out there. That was two. And then three, I would say brainstorming props and wardrobe is pretty important. (laughs) You want to make sure that everything is the vibe that you were going for, right? And like the basis, again, with the ideal client, who your audience is, brand message, your values, like is the studio that you're taking photos at, does it align with that? Or is the clothing that you're wearing, does it align and help you show up the way you want to, the way that you want, like that would attract your ideal clients, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) I totally agree with all those. So there's your homework. (laughs) So hopefully, you know, if you have to rewind and re-listen, get a pen and paper, I'll also add that to the show notes in the blog portion of this podcast. But yeah, that was super, super helpful. Thank you. And hopefully, you know, if you do decide to plan a branding photo shoot, tag us. We want to see how it turns out. We want to cheer you on. And now it's time for rapid fire. So this or that. Okay. I'm so bad at these. (laughs) It's okay. Gotta be fast. First thing that pops into into mind. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. City or country? City. Mountains or beach? The mountains. (gasps) No, the beach. (laughs) Depends where. (laughs) Early bird or night owl? I am neither. (laughs) I'm a night owl for work. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a night owl for partying. Well, <laughs> I should put like afternoon <laughs> coffee or tea. No, I don't drink either. <laughs> Hot chocolate. <laughs> Hot chocolate. There we go. Hot chocolate or apple cider is my go-to hot drinks. Perfect. Tacos or sushi? Come on. I most I usually get tacos. Books or movies? Movies. Call or text? Text. Depends on who. (laughs) Everyone always says that. Depends on who. Does depend on who? Yeah. I mean, some people, I guess, are talkers. Like, they'll call you and it's, like, not a great time and they'll talk your ear off. So I get that. But sometimes it's nice to, you know, have a call with a friend or whatever, catch up. Yeah, I love I love video calling. But, yeah, it has to, like, be non-related to, like, work. <laughs> totally. All right. So before we sign off, where can our listeners find you online? Let's do a plug plug. 
Oh, okay. So you can find me and my branding work at www.arianadelmundo.com. On there, you'll see links to weddings, grads, all that jazz for Instagram, at Ariana Del Mundo for branding, at underscore Ariana and Alex for weddings, and at adm.griffingrads for grads. Amazing. So make sure to follow along and connect with Ariana. Thank you so much for joining us. I feel like today's episode was just really helpful. And, you know, if you're on that entrepreneurial journey, just know that you're not alone. And hopefully these really great takeaway tips were helpful. And we can't wait to see you start implementing them. So make sure to tag us so we can cheer you on. Woohoo! <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Hey, before you go, I just want to express my gratitude for sticking around and being here and just listening to this podcast. I would so, so appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review, subscribe to the podcast, and tell your friends and family about it. Share on social media. The more and more that we get these reviews, we get these feedbacks from you, and the more you share, the more that we're able to reach like-minded listeners just like you and help to provide more value. So I would just so, so appreciate it if you could share away. And yeah, thanks so much for being here.